Welcome to Real Estate and Coffee, the real estate news podcast for those of us who just can't help swerving our conversations back to real estate somehow. My name is Joel Arndt. Here's an article from Bloomberg. Headline reads, Canadian yield curve inversion reaches its deepest since 2000. One segment of Canada's government bond yield curve reached its most inverted level since 2000 as traders added to bets the nation's central bank will wind up cutting interest rates amid global trade tensions. The 10-year government yield has dived to about 40 basis points below the rate on three-month treasury bills, after the gap was about even as recently as May. It hasn't been that inverted since December 2000, according to data compiled by Bloomberg based on daily closing levels. Traders have increased wagers on rate cuts since last week, even as inflation remains close to the Bank of Canada's target of 2% and the economy continues to grow. But there's mounting speculation that the Federal Reserve will lower borrowing costs again as soon as next month, and traders are wondering if the Bank of Canada will be able to go against the tide. The inversion is saying that eventually the central bank will roll over and cut rates, said Ryan Golding, a fixed income manager at Leith Wheeler Investment Council Limited, which manages about $21 billion, including Canada government bonds. Investors in Canadian fixed income assets are betting government Stephen, Governor Stephen Pelosi can't keep rates on hold indefinitely as trade tensions between the U.S. and China have escalated. While traders still see a limited chance of a rate cut in the next two months, the market is signaling it sees the Bank of Canada target at 1.43% in six months from 1.75% now. With Canada's markets catching up to Monday's events after being shut down for a holiday, so that was the civic holiday we just had, the nation's 10-year yield sank 14 basis points Tuesday to 1.24%, the lowest since November 2016. The market has started to price in a rate cut by the Bank of Canada in December or early next year, said Dominic Lapointe, an economist at Laurentian Bank Securities. So the point of this article, to reiterate, is that the inverted yield curve that Canada, well, and the United States, but particularly the inverted yield curve that Canada is seeing for the last few months is actually deepening, so the 10-year government yield is even less than the three-month Treasury bill, which is extremely unusual. And an inverted yield curve usually signals an economic downturn of some sort. Take that for what for whatever it's worth. The interesting point is that um, not a whole lot of people actually were expecting a rate cut in can like for Canada, especially at the beginning of the year. It was just like, yep, there's probably a couple rate hikes, and that actually, as as trade tensions between the U.S. and like different economic um, like uh, numbers started to come out, um, GDP growth, um, jobs jobs information and then just the interactions between the u.s and china that actually those predictions of rate hikes actually started to get rolled back and people were saying oh that might not be that that might not be a thing well on tuesday the u.s federal reserve 
cut its rate for the first time in a while. And that, and then in turn, and that's because of, it's trying to ease things up. It's trying to ease borrowing costs because they're, because of the tensions between the U S and China. And so that's slowing down the economy. Um, it's not as easy to make money. Um, so by cutting the rate, but by cutting the, the, the federal reserves rates, um, yeah, it's just trying to lessen the blow. Anyway, I'm not an economist. I'm not a professional there. That's my limited understanding of, of that whole thing. The interesting point here is, uh, as an investor, our mortgage rates, our five-year mortgage rates are still cheaper than the variable, which is so weird for the last, you know, decade or so most investors have had their mortgages in variable rates because it's been, even though that mortgage rate would fluctuate, it's almost guaranteed to be cheaper than a five-year fixed rate. Well, right now the cheapest five-year fixed rate I saw was CanWise on ratehub.ca. That was 2.49%. Um, the cheapest uh, from the big banks, the big five in Canada, TD was at 297 today. Scotia was at 2.99% for a five-year fixed rate. Um, the variable rates were all over 3%. Not by much, but they were all over 3%. So right now, you can lock in. If you're a Scotia customer and you just want to stick with Scotia, you can lock in 2.99% for the next five years. And although you might not, you know, although that these conditions might not last, and in fact, they won't, we don't know for how long, but it's likely that they won't last for long, um, historically speaking. You could get the better, like, to have that 2.99%, you could get the better end of the deal for locking it in for five years, as long as the variable variable rate stays higher, stays above 3% for the next, for the next little while. Um, so that's the interesting point, and that's... Uh, the practical implications right now. Um, it's also that pressure that the Federal Reserve literally uh, puts on the rest of the world by cutting its rates. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens in September when the when the the Bank of Canada meets again to decide what it, what the interest rate's going to be moving forward. Um, if it cuts, if it holds, if it hikes. Um, if it hikes, it would be going against the U.S. It'd be going against um, India, New Zealand, who reacted to this week to the U.S.'s rate cut. If it holds, that wouldn't be a surprise. If it cuts this early, that would be very interesting. It it's saying that our as can as Canadians, our monetary policy setter our like our money government essentially is feels the need to make money cheaper to make borrowing cheaper so that it's so that the burden on the economy is less which means that it's not as confident in our economy which is just an an interesting statement from a governing body so that's the news for Thursday, August 8th. Love to hear your comments on it. I know that this isn't 
major breaking news. You're rarely going to get major breaking news, but stuff. This real estate and coffee is for thought-provoking stuff. It's for conversation starters, and it's for those of us who can't help but talk about real estate anyway. So let's, you know, if we're going to be reading the news, let's let's look at news that matters to us and that still affects everybody and can end up can wind up in the conversations that we're having on a day-to-day basis anyway thank you for listening i'd love to hear your comments on this deepening inverted yield curve uh, in comments or um, you can email recoffee at joel aren't so j-o-e-l-a-r-n-d-t dot c-a let me know what you think um, or if wherever you found this Comment on wherever you found this podcast, whether it was on the website or it was on Facebook or LinkedIn. Love to hear what you think. Also, always interested in having real estate, other real estate professionals on this podcast to talk about their takes on the weekly or daily news. I have a couple articles um, queued up that provide conflicting uh, conflicting viewpoints on um, the exact same data and we're going to get some comments from uh, professional investors, from mortgage uh, brokers, from realtors and just to get their take on that data, on those interpretations. and how that how it affects their day-to-day life. Thank you for listening.